bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. Oh my God, have we got a hot show for you today. You're listening to Waking Up in America. We're a radio magazine, so come be a fly on the wall with us and listen to the most intriguing conversations in radio. And today, that conversation is a colonomics. On the air with us today, we'll have our radio expert, Cherie Ross, who will show you how to incorporate essential oils into your daily life. J.J. Virgin is on vacation. She built up Superman, and I guess she wants a rest. Lisa Molson will be giving you tips for creating strong families. Debbie Ringchop is the good doctor who will be helping light up your financial future. Will Roberts will be on the show bringing you the wit and wisdom of Will Rogers. And uh, I do editor's comments. Also, we'll be having Gail Ellen doing Beauty in the Arts. So I'm going to bring you some very interesting and exciting guests. I'm Dr. Val Kirkgaard. I'm a firewalker and Olympic torch-bearing mother of two. And our guest list has included just excellence from all fields, including Olympic champion Mark Spitz to internationally known nutritionist Marcella Von Harding to the amazing Broadway legend Carol Channing. Each offers a different point of view and the ideals that they live by. Elegantly understated Bob Sercosta of the Home Shopping Network says we're doing radio that will change the world. And to do that, we actually need you to make that true. So we want you to engage in these conversations. We want you to spend your time turning your personal world green, and that means your money green, your kindness, healthy living, and our environment. And I say that TAG, you're it, which is the acronym for Turn America Green. And I've just tagged you, and it's your job now to go out and do something green. If you hear a dog barking, a telephone ringing, an angel singing, or the wail of a fire engine, or a child laughing, you'll know that we communicate from our homes and offices all over the United States. And you can grab a friend and tell them that we're here right now and we're on the Internet. You can send them to our website at wakingupatamerica.com for a replay of our shows. And while we're at it, just to let you know, that friend could be in Russia or Africa or any place because we record on the global Internet. And also our shows are forwarded to different land stations. So you can check that out at wakingupatamerica.com. You can locate all of the editors there. You can send. You can take our first names. In my case, it's Val, and email me at wakingupinamerica.com. You can do that with Deb. And if you sent one to Val and you wanted it to go to Val Harper, that would work too, because I'll forward it to her. We're going to be on the air today with Val Harper, who you probably know from Rhoda. And if you really know what's going on, you'll know that she also is from the Hunger Project. And we'll be here with Jerry Weaver, who helped. Um, Create Love is Feeding Everyone, which she created with Val Harper, and Jerry Weaver, who is one of the the founders of the Institute of Ecolonomics. We're going to give you a buzzword that we want you to put some buzz on, and that's Ecolonomics, and we'll be telling you more about that. And we're going to be putting up a map of our listeners, so we need emails from you from all over the world. We've already received them from Ireland, India, Australia, and Portugal. So while you're at the site, register to win. Just sign up. We're giving away environmentally wise little light bulbs this month. And uh, each month we'll be giving away a prize that has to do with contributing to the environment and turning America green. So keep a paper and pen handy as there will be names, numbers, and ideas that you might want to jot down. And uh, 
Right now, right now, I want to introduce you to Valerie Harper. Say hi, Val. Hello, hello. Nice to be with you, Valerie. And uh, gosh, where to start with you? Um, why don't you start with a hunger? Why don't you give us a little bit about the Hunger Project? Most people know that you were Rhoda. Yes. Maybe you might want to tell them some of the acting things that you've done that oh, they might be aware of. Oh, sure. I've been on television and movies, and I started in the theater, and I've done uh, Broadway shows and etc. But I. Um, uh, in 1977, uh, it came to my attention that hunger and starvation were uh, obsolete disease. That um, one, they didn't have to exist. Two, uh, there it was absolutely uh, interventions we could do. And three, uh, it was up to us, each one of us. <laughs> so it's kind of when you know that hunger doesn't have to persist, it's quite. Um, Intriguing and challenging and uh, absolutely, uh, actually irresistible if you know that you can end something this big. So I started working with the Hunger, Hunger Project then and have been ever since. Oh, and during that, I got involved with Dennis Weaver, who uh, also had ending hunger uh, as a one of the things in his life. And uh, that's what you and I share, Valerie, very much is uh, our relationship with Dennis and our complete... Uh, <laughs> that and all the hunger band. banquets yes. that we went to. I'm sorry? Yeah, yeah all, all the hunger, hunger yeah. banquets. Love is feeding everyone. He, he before you get, don't go there yet because I really want people to get what's happened since 1977 with the Hunger Project. Oh, it's now... A, it's, it's an extraordinary organization in that it is dedicated to disappear. It's, it's dedicated to disappear itself when we have a world without hunger. And through these years, we've made more um, more advance uh, advancement on ending the problem of hunger which and starvation, which plagues uh, many countries, than had ever happened in all of human history. Okay, so this is in a period of... Twenty-five, thirty years. Mm-hmm. This, organi- this, is, this is just one organization that calls people to action. They can take action in a vi- myriad of ways. But uh, most right now, we're at this extraordinary position in Africa, where a fifteen-year uh, project on epicenters. Uh, we're right at the point now. Uh, we're calling it the scale up, the next great challenge, which will take this epicenter buildings. Uh, in other words, it's been a it's been a technique to get villagers to have a health care, food, reading, all kinds of things that the that the children need and that the villages need in one building around many many villages. So now we're at a point uh, we've been working on this over 15 years and the reason- to move it uh, continent wide. Uh, in other words, you do a one country at a time, but it is so fail safe now, and there's real technology where the hungry people are the answer to hunger and poverty they're not the they're not the source of the problem they're the answer if they have the proper uh, support and um, opportunity more opportunity they'll end their own hunger if a lot of uh, other uh, <laughs> People get out of the way. Well, so that's kind of that's how the hunger project has been. And uh, I have to control the time here. I'm no, that, no, that's all. You asked me about. Uh, no, it. I, I was did. trying to bring Dennis in because that's I'm why going I'm to bring on Dennis in in a yeah. minute. But yeah. I wanted to set up the precedent sure. because, it. first of all, a lot of people, Val, they think they don't make a difference. And I wanted you to demonstrate what you did 
that a group of people working on an issue makes a tremendous difference. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't even know if we have the number of lives that have been saved because of what the Hunger Project did. But then a remarkable relationship showed up, and that was with Dennis Weaver and Jerry Weaver and Love is Feeding Everyone. And we have Jerry Weaver here with us today, too. So, Jerry. Yes. Uh, when did wonderful. you meet this wonderful woman? Isn't she wonderful? Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you, when Val and Dennis and Tony and I, we, we got together... That love is feeding everyone just went off like a rocket. Mm-hmm. And we wound up feeding 180,000 people, and that's only a, a few in Los Angeles. Is that a week or a month a or a year or what? And a week. A week. A week? That a week. It was, a, it was just the most marvelous experience. You know, Dennis was married to Valerie twice. <laughs> I was. Was it three times, really? Valerie? It was twice. Uh, the Day the Loving Stop was a movie, and then the other one was called Don't. Uh, don't go to sleep, kind of yeah. a horror movie. Oh, it was a movie. I thought I had heard that. I was his wife. I was privileged to play his wife twice. Oh, good. In the bathtub. Yeah. In a bathtub? Yes. Oh, these yeah. are baths. Maybe we shouldn't reveal on family radio. <laughs> oh, that is great. So, how long did how long did you guys create Love Is Feeding Everyone for? Oh my goodness, ten, twelve. I don't know. It was. It seemed like forever. We had such a good time, and the relationship was absolutely so wonderful. Dennis and Valerie appeared. Every place, mm-hmm. department stores, any place, markets. We used to collect food at markets. We served food off the back of trucks. I mean, we did everything together. We had such a good time. Valerie is such a doer. She, <laughs> she's one that really walks her talk. I, I got that from Dennis and you, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> You can see what happens here. It's just a big love pot. It is. It's true. And if you jump in, you get to jump into this kind of love and this kind of generosity. And right now, Dennis Dennis left us in February, but he left something behind for us. And what he left behind for us is a colonomics. And, Jerry, I was wondering if you would tell our listening audience what a colonomics has meant to you. Well, I'll tell you the bottom line. I won't quote the, the wonderful mission statement. I'll tell you the bottom line is, Val, it's a combination, I mean, yeah, it's a combination of ecology and economics. You get it? Yeah, I do. You have to work together. And the bottom line is of the two working together, business and environment, means that we, we will make a buck by cleaning up the environment. I like that. And that's the, that's the bottom line of what it means. And until the business people and the, and the environmental people, uh, if, when they stop arguing, which they're beginning to do now because of Al Gore's film, they're getting together and they're beginning to work together. And every time Dennis went out to speak, businessmen and environmentalists would rush up to the stage and say to him, oh, my God, why didn't I think of that? It's so simple. And it just means getting off of our egos and getting together and getting down to work and doing something like Val was with the Hunger Project. And by the way, most egos are stored in the butt. If we get up <laughs> off, off our butts. Val and Jerry, can I quickly just interject something that I heard on the radio just oh, before please. we started? I heard Al Franken on Air, oh. Amer- on Air America, and his guests were the leader of the Sierra Club and the head of the Steelworkers Union of America. Oh, they my were God. on together talking about 
how instead of closing the Ford plant, this is the man who represents 75,000 steelworkers. He said, look, there's all the eco-industry, the green industry coming in. Our people made stuff for cars, you know, glass and metal and plastic and steel, etc. They can make solar panels. We can, you know, we need to shift over, and he talked about the cost of fuel for a plumber or any guy that's working with us. It's exorbitant. We've got to get off. It was fabulous to hear them, and I thought, Dennis is right in the middle of this conversation. You bet. That was his stand, and now here you have the Sierra Club, and they're on together as a team, and they're going to be uh, putting out this message that we've, we can create jobs here. They don't want job, uh, cars made in China no. that are for 60 miles a gallon. Do them here with our steel workers that are out of work. It was it's just a beautiful uh, moment, and it reminded me of, of, of what you guys have been doing. Oh, that is so great. Yeah. Al Blanket. <laughs> was one of Dennis's favorites. Uh, it's and an idea whose time has come. Yeah. Like you you know, maybe we need to get Al Franken on as a friend of Dennis Weaver. Because oh, <laughs> we're gathering I'm friends sure here. Dennis was right there in that conversation. So many things have happened since he left his body that his presence is so felt all over this country. I'm getting calls from England and from all over about people who loved him. I, I answered 480 emails about him. Oh, my Lord. It's fabulous. And and you're going to probably get many more. No, he is. He's in action still. That spirit was so big and so intended. <laughs> so we're just going to take a one minute break here, and we're going to say, look, when you're in Mexico, you need to go to Roberto's Bungalows. Then that's at robertosbungalows.com, and that's when you're in beautiful little San Pancho. Um, that's just north of Puerto Vallarta by 50 minutes. The salsa is great. The beach is great. The view is great. And the town is magic. It's very special. It's like stepping back 50 years into time where people live by shaking hands and sharing with each other. And we're actually creating a community down there. And Steve and Diane do such a good job of putting us up while we're up to our wonderful um, architecture and engineering and all that good stuff in San Pancho. So visit robertosbungalows.com and you'll find us there. Also, um, I'm hoping Will Roberts is on the air. Are you with us, Will? Oh, too bad. I wanted to play him right now if that was possible. And what I also want to talk to you about is, Val, what is your website? It's ValerieHarper.com, right? Yes. Okay, so you want to take a visit over to ValerieHarper.com and find out what this amazing woman is up up to. And you want to find, she's a political, is political activist the right word? Um, just activist, an activist, social, social, I really, a social activist. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm very political this year because I think we have to make a, a change in the country. But the point, it really is. I, I'm on issues. That's how I worked with Dennis on hunger and ecology and, and the economics, which is just the new thought in the world that is needed. That 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 industry and business and saving the planet and the environment are not only not opposite, but they have to. They have together. to exist or we won't exist. Well, they it's, will. They can. Yeah, it's not either to. or. It's a, it's, it's uh, like the creator of the Hunger Project said, we've got to shift from you or me world to a you and me world. And where you find that out is at economics.org and economics is spelled E-C-O-L-O-N-I-M-I-C-S. No. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I left out that E C O L O M I N I C S. No, no. You do it. What? E C O L O N O M I C S. 
There you go. See, the master. And economics together. Economics.org. Just because I can't spell doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Mm-mm. So get. No, actually, go, the right place, Al. Go sit on your butts in front of your computer, <laughs> computer and um, check it out. You'll find out what's been going on. And right now we've got offices in at Missouri State, right? Missouri Southern State University. Yeah. And we're, what we want to do, you guys, and I'm sure I haven't actually mentioned this to Val, but what we want to do is we actually want to get economics into the preschools. Oh, yes, that was his dream. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if any of you listeners there... Um, have it's children. In high schools and colleges. Well, I want to make sure that we get started. As, I mean, I want it in all those places, Jerry. But I want to get make sure that we get started as soon as possible. So right now I'm working with an organization in Santa Barbara. Um, they're working with preschoolers. So if you've got children in school, um, go to economics.org or that you can actually um, email Jerry at jerry at dennisweaver.com. Cool. And that's Jerry with a G. And say, look, I've got um, a child in school. How do I go about this? And we'll get this going for you. Uh, I also have a radio team here, Lisa Molson. Do you have any questions you'd like to ask of, of either of these two ladies? Where do we sign up for the uh, Friends of Dennis Weaver? <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about that, what that would look like. You can email me at val at wakingupinamerica.com. And we're putting together the Friends of Dennis Weaver right now, and I'm going to have something put on the website, so you'll be able to do that. What a great question, Lisa. Do you have another question? Yeah, I'd like to ask Valerie about feeding the uh, feeding program or whatever, the hunger program she's involved with. Oh. Um, how, how do people get involved with that with you? Yes, just briefly. Um, it's not a feeding program. Uh, this is a uh, ending the persistence of hunger so we're not a food or a relief organization, although we can direct you to many of those if people wish to do that. But what right. the world really needs is a new paradigm whereby no one goes hungry and can end their own hunger. Uh, uh, it's um, thehungerproject.org or thp.org for The Hunger Project. And they can look online, and, and um, they are uh, located in New York, they're, they're, they're in Manhattan is the global office, but it's in many countries around the world, um, governments uh, in the, you know, the developed world and in the, uh, the other areas. Um, there's, it's just a, a movement that is uh, really, really uh, extraordinary, and it's, uh, it's time has come. Uh, <laughs> like, like, it, like economics, where, um, uh, People in starving sections of Africa were denuding the landscape because they needed to get twigs. So these women are walking 50 miles to cut down little shrubs, which denuded the land, which caused more. When the rains come, there was nothing to hold the water there. So it's it's all a cycle of life, and we need to work, as Jerry said so beautifully, uh, work together, uh, and we can do it. The challenge is enormous, but the opportunity to, uh, is greater. That's even greater than the challenge. The opportunity want, in today's world to make this world work, um, and, I, and, and I invite everyone to join in. What is that, Jerry? I wanted to repeat the bottom line that I said before backwards. What I really meant to say, but I'm so excited by hearing Valerie again, was when we realize that we can clean up the environment, we will, that's, it'll be simple to make money when they work together. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. We're Not only that will be fun. about and cleaning up the environment, it will be done. Do you know how good it will feel when we look, when we can eat any fish we want because the oceans are clean? Exactly. And when we can go anywhere we want without allergies because the air is clean? You know, it's like... Dennis's passion, passion was his favorite word, and his passion was that he would, he worked so hard to clean up the environment here so that our children and their children and their children could have a safe, happy, healthy, and prosperous life. That was his... Yeah, well, this is right on. For everybody. Let, me, let me interrupt you guys for a minute because I want to make sure that the other team members have a chance to ask their questions. And Lisa, thanks. Those were great. Lisa Molson is on Family Matters, and she's working with helping families turn green. That's what we're working on. It's not, it's not anything bad. It's like turning green. We also have a doctor for money, and she works on turning things green, too, in your pocket and in your bank account. So, um, Debbie, what questions did you have for Val and Jerry? Val, I had a question related to the um, your recent role as Golda Meir, and mm-hmm. I was wondering how portraying such an Im- impressive woman, how that impacts the rest of your life and what you've, you've been up to. And- oh, it was really an honor, and it took. I was on tour across the country. Uh, it's called Golda's Balcony, a William Gibson play that had run on Broadway, and I took the tour out last September year ago, September, and we finished up in June. So I met all kinds of people across the country, and um, I was constantly working on making uh, <laughs> making uh, Golda live as, as best I could. I, I, she's a fabulous human being, one of the towering figures of the 20th century, male or female, and I just shot a movie that is uh, going to be uh, in the, you know, it's an independent film, later transferred into a DVD of Mr. Gibson's play. Uh, so that it's been, it's been very impactful in my life. I have always uh, been a huge admirer of hers. In the 60s, they, it, at the uh, women's um, feminist meetings or now or all the organizations, there was a poster that went around of Golda's face, and under it it said, but can she type? <laughs> I know. And I always remembered that as a young feminist, you know, and now plus 60 plus, I, she's still my hero. And to get her to play her was an honor I cannot express. <laughs> I, uh, that's really great. Um, Cherie Ross, and Cherie Ross actually does our essential oils. You guys might want to stick around if, you, if you're busy. I, I totally understand it. Um, but between this little... Um, Trio of women has some dynamic information, and Cherie Ross does the essential oils. So, Ms. Ross. Yes? What question do you have? Well, Valerie, I would very much like to thank you for do, uh, what you're doing because we certainly do have enough food to feed the world. Uh, the problem is not the food. The problem, from what I understand it, is distribution of the food. So I'm wondering, say that the average person is listening. Um, what could they do? What can each individual do that is within their capability to support you in ending this hunger situation? Well, you know, it's good to it's think uh, globally, act locally. That, right. that That's really, and it isn't just food distribution. It's, it's finding an organization that you can then support. You can do things in your, in your area. Um, I know that if they called the... Um, or, or, or if if they are computer literate, they should go on thehungerproject.org or thp.org. There's two websites, and, and and find out exactly how they can participate. And then 
locally in their own area. They can just see what can I do about hunger and find out about local things that are going on in their community uh, to help people uh, to uh, keep um, food on their tables or just that they're so uh, that's or they can they could phone I suppose they could call um, there's a lot of good organizations this radio show goes over a lot a, a large distance they could also call the hunger project in New York City I think that's the best you know and focus that, it yeah um, but they they're they're not a feeding organization they no, want to be clear about, about that transforming the world and it, it's ending the persistence of hunger whatever that takes and that might not be delivering food Okay, I mean, so we, Jerry and I and Dennis and Tony, my husband, we put in a, a we went into the trucking business. Why? Because in LA there were supermarkets throwing away food and a whole bunch of hungry Los Angelinos. So what? How do you get the food there? You, there you figure go. out a way. There and um, people can find out in there. They just if they sit with the question, dear, say what can I do to end global hunger? You know, they can write our listen. We have a lot of hunger in this country. They can get in touch with uh, the new the new Congress, hopefully, Knockwood, and say <laughs> and say, look, I want you to do something about hungry American kids that can't think straight when they go into kindergarten because they haven't had food, even though their mothers are, and fathers are working two jobs each. So, Val, I, uh, anyway, I got I got an I'm example sorry. here because through the Hunger Project, I met a man named Pierre Prottervond. Oh yes, yeah. oh, yeah. you know Pierre? Sure. Okay, so Pierre Prottervand wrote a book called Listening to Africa, and I think this really capsulizes what you've heard the thing if we give somebody a fish, they eat for a day, and if we teach them the fish, they eat for a lifetime. And what's happening is the Hunger Project is teaching people how to fish. And when I, when I interviewed Pierre years ago on Waking Up in America, I asked him what the hardest thing in the world was. And he said the hardest thing in the world was standing next to a starving person and not feeding them that the hardest thing in the world was that particular thing, but what they had been doing, and he gave me a couple of examples. Uh, one of them were stories that were just so profound that I, one of them was the conditions, okay? And the conditions were such that in some countries, um, children actually go rummage through the dumps and they pick up newspapers and their mothers cook the newspapers and they eat the newspapers in a soup mm-hmm. because the newspapers fill up their stomach. Okay, in another circumstance in Africa, there was a woman with 12 children and no um, no means for any food. So what she did was she put a big pot of water on and she put pebbles into the water and she kept telling the children when the pebbles got soft, they would eat. Mm-hmm. And then she kept giving them, quotes, broth. Mm-hmm. Which was the water heated, and that's and you've seen the bodies. Everybody has seen the bodies of these children mm-hmm. that are starving to death. But here's the flip side of it: in Africa, there was a company that gave seven hundred dollars to a village. The village bought a grain mill. Now, in Africa at that time, it took the average woman about eight to ten hours a day to gather the food grind the meal, and serve the family. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that was just simply grinding the meal. So somebody gave a grain mill to this family, and here's what they asked to happen. They asked that when people, that they share the grain mill with the town and that every member of the town pay a penny to use the mill and a penny for the future. So what happened was that they could then replace the mill when it was broken when it wore out finally, but they also had enough money to give a mill to another town. Within 10 years, 
the towns in Africa all had grain mills, and it was mm-hmm. through a penny, a okay. penny's use. So this is what they're talking about with the Hunger Project. Yes, there's actually this epicenter strategy that I talked about, that people have live in dependency and resignation. They're isolated in little villages, and the women. Women, by the way, are key. Uh, there is a the latest, the last few years, the Hunger Project has been working on um, the disempowerment, marginalization, and subjugation of women as the single factor standing in the way of ending global hunger. And that's really true because resources in the hands of women, the kids eat. It's not that the fathers don't love the kids. It's just that they'll buy a cow or do something else with the money. The mother will feed the kids. So there are some societies where women can't touch currency. Talk about a barrier. So those things are being worked on, but these, this epicenter strategy is really, really working. And one other lovely piece of news for all of you, Mohammed Yunus, who created the Grameen Bank, which is a Bangladeshi, uh, 92% are women borrowers who never could have money of their own. He started a bank 25 years ago, and he's been nominated several times for the Nobel Peace Prize. He won just last month. He will be honored in December. Mohammed Yunus, who has been working with the poorest, poorest of the poor women on the planet, and they now are in micro, it's called microcredit. I'm sure you yeah, know. Yeah, I know. About, I yeah, so he, he finally won this year, and I've been working with Mohammed. Can we get him on waking up at a oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's great. He's now a Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, I know a lot of Nobel Prize. Yeah, you probably, Valerie, find out. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'd probably be, he's wonderful. And he's, um, the, the, the point is that his 25-year, 30-year journey has really come to fruition and is being applied in Africa, in South America, in places all over the world where uh, it's not so much delivering food to people, you guys. It's really uh, that people are the source of the change. Just as Dennis has always said, the human spirit is what will make the change in the ecology, in hunger ending, in clean water, in educating our children. It's always, it's always us. And um, these are vehicles in which we can express who we really are. Ecolonomics. Yeah. Ecolonomics. Buzz. Ecolonomics. And if the Hunger Project gets to scale up, it's called the next great challenge. It's scaling up from all those towns and villages in Africa into making it continent-wide. We're technically we're out of time, okay? Yeah, we I are. know that oh, Will oh, Roberts oh, is on, okay. and he actually does Will Rogers, and I want Will Roberts to have the opportunity to ask you something. And, Will, we're going to have to do it fast because okay. <laughs> we were out of time three minutes I, I, ago. I'll be very quick. Well, you know, actually, I don't really have much of a question, just a lot of admiration for Valerie because I kind of grew up in the time where you were on every day and every night, and I just want to say that uh, it's good to hear that you're still kicking and running around doing what you're doing. Thank you. Okay, and we've also got, you know, Jerry Weaver, thank you. Jerry Weaver, lovely. Thank you for carrying the torch. Partner of Dennis Weaver and all-time marvelous human being. Now, before you two get off, I want you to hear Will Roberts because what he is personally, you guys don't know this, but the day we were at Dennis's um, farewell celebration, Will Rogers and Will Roberts were up at the polo fields. Will Rogers State Park. Mm-hmm. It was happening on the same day. And I went in my garb that I was wearing, you know, my Dennis Weaver hat and my hero shirt, and I went up to Will Rogers State Park, and I found Will Rogers. 
So this guy, in my opinion, is the reincarnation of Will Rogers, and I know that he wanted to do a segment today, so um, I'd love to have you stick around for it. And, Will, if you'll take it away. All right, I'll launch into it. Um, so anyway, my, my little segment this week is, of course, about voter fraud. And I hear there's a lot of talk about voter fraud being a reason why folks are staying away from the polls, you know. Uh, let's look at some other, some other possible causes. Campaign spending, an estimated $16 billion is being spent this election to give the politicians opinions. A penny for your thought, politicians, but we might need to get a little change back. Uh, some of the newspaper articles uh, that they, you know, have the elections today, and, uh, and and they ask, what would your opinion be if they had the election today, right now? And mine would be that I'd be looking forward to enjoying my TV again after this. Uh, the Pet Rock, they sold millions of them and never had a commercial. They never talked about kicking sand in the other rocks' face. Um, you know, then another <laughs> thing that they're doing is they want to videotape some of the, the state's polling stations. It's called VideoTheVote.com. This little measure is to make sure that if anybody's having any problems at the at the polling places, that they could be caught on video. However, the law states that you can't be within 75 feet, so I kind of call that the evening news. Now, this program was created by a filmmaker, and if you know anything about Hollywood folks, they, they tend to be uh, cut from the same mold as politicians, other than you, Valerie, of course. <laughs> and Jerry and Dennis. <laughs> So watch out for the near distant future because I think Fox may have a reality TV show called Vote or Hoax. You know, this along with the other reasons why the, the, the voting process is uh, either corrupt or flawed is the reason why we should consider just sending all the citizens uh, in, in the United States absentee voting ballots. You know, the plan would be to structure it like uh, tax day. You know, you'd have to have all your votes in by November 7th. And if you do, you get a tax credit. And on top of that, if you get the right candidate in there, they might even give you some of their benefits that they promised. In advertising, they say you have nine times to have it sink in. Look at all the street corners, and, and don't answer your phones, and don't watch your TV because there's $16 billion worth of that that they're beating us over the head with. But anyhow, um, you know what? We don't need any more of that. We just need the, the you know, policies to actually happen. In on, in on promises, out on alibis. You want any more information on my website, go to willrogersusa.com. And there you go. And, and just as a personal opinion here, and no, this, this isn't the station's opinion. I don't say it's any of the team's opinion. But during the show, I just received an email, and it says, show Bush and Carl Rove what it feels like to lose big. Oh, yes, please. We can win, and not only do we have to win, thing, we have to do a landslide because there's so much cheating going on That's at the right. polls that we've got to make it outrageously apparent what our view is. And we have to do that by getting, in this case, getting up off our butts and going to the polls. Taking others with us and telling our friends. Yeah, pick up and get your car, drive around and pick up your friends, get a van, put Whatever. the crippled people. I don't be a care. Huge, huge turnout. And there's 20 million single women voters who've never voted. I know. Really? Yeah, that's horrifying. Yep, they don't, they don't vote their interest because they're too busy supporting the kids. I wish Ed Asner was on right now. I love the way he kicks butt. <laughs> so basically, that's what we're telling you. Got you got to get up and you got to vote. And even if you don't happen to agree with us, vote. We're not afraid of a, a true vote. Absolutely, we're not afraid of a true vote at all. That means America is represented. Okay, and we want representation. Our current president did not win in Florida, and he did not win in Ohio, and the guy we had on last week, Clint Curtis, proved that. I don't know if you and Jerry and uh, Uvell know about that, but this guy was actually hired by Feeney of Florida to 
to build the crooked machine, and he thought it was to protect the voters. Yes, I've heard of him. And okay, he was on last week. Oh, great. Mm. Okay, he's actually having people in Florida go to a website and say how they actually voted in case they try it again. Oh, my God. Wow, that's, that's how bad it is, okay? This, well, how do we get here? Well, we can get out of here. That's yes, all. we are. We getting, get how we get out of here is we start yelling and screaming and say, hell no, we're not going to take any more of this. Exactly, exactly. And that uh, we want business and in the ecology yeah. government to work together. And that's Dennis is smiling real big right now. I can feel it. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, long live Dennis. So, Jerry Weaver, do you have a final goodbye? Because we are so over time, I can't stand it, but I don't care. I'm so moved by listening to both of you that I I have no words to express the respect I have for you, Val. Both you, Val. You got two Vals. What on either side? How about that? And <laughs> let's put them together. It's Val Val, which stands for yeah. values. Right back at you. Yeah, right the best back. legacy for Dennis is to keep the work going and really not give up. That's it. Ever. I'm very touched by this whole thing, and thank you for even. Letting me sit here. Always. To you. Okay. Always. Both. I love you, Jerry Weaver. Thank you. Same here. I love you both. Heart, soul, and hat. <laughs> Thank you very much, Valerie, for having me on. This and Valerie, what's With all your team. Thank you for the questions and for Will's performance. And oh, okay. uh, it's been a lovely hour. Well, it's been great. And if you guys feel like sticking around, there's some brilliant women coming up. And if you need to drop off, there's no problem. It'll be silent. Okay, so next up online we have uh, Lisa Molson of Family Matters. And, Lisa, what's your message for today, dear? Well, I just wanted to say thank you to Val for holding the torch up and, and being a part of the Friends of Dennis Weaver group. I mean, this has been fantastic. So my, 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 my point today or my message today is a word of caution about selecting a marriage therapist. And this comes right out of Michelle Weiner Davis, one of my favorite therapists who works with couples. On, on marriage, and, and she um, has a wonderful website, so if you're ever considering divorce, she can totally bust right through that whole paradigm and give you a whole different scope and, and uh, twist on things, and it's at www.divorcebusting.com. And this message is from her. Uh, she said that, you know, um, therapists are human beings, and what you, what you seek in therapy, uh, there's always a person with a whole group of, uh, beliefs behind them when you go into it. So make sure that you're seeking the help of an individual who believes that marriages are worth saving and who has been trained specifically to work with couples. Because if you don't, then you're going to be, you know, uh, influenced or maybe influenced, and, and you'll have to, you know, pay close attention to, to the, in the selection pro- process, you know, because they may have different backgrounds, or they will actually if they had depending on how they were raised and what they experienced when they were growing up, whether their parents were highly combative or uh, they experienced the, the impact of infidelity in their family so they don't believe in, in, in trying to make a marriage work after that. So you're really influenced by whatever their background is. So, uh, again, just be cautious of when you do pick one because Michelle is really a proponent of sometimes something is not working out uh, just because you haven't made an adjustment. And the greatest viewpoint she ever gave me is she, she took a golfing lesson one time, and she, all she wanted to do is hit the ball down the middle of the fairway, which is essentially what we're all trying to do in our relationships. We just want to have a good, you know, some good hits in every day. And so instead of going through her whole past and how she got to be, 
how she started to swing this way or swing that way or have her grip this way. The guy just came up and showed her how to hold the, hold, hold the, the golf club the right way and how to swing the right way. And sometimes that's all we need to do in our, in our, in our <laughs> therapy sessions is find out what's the right way to swing. You know, it doesn't matter how we were swinging or how bad it was. You just need somebody to show you how to do it. So make sure that when you, you pick somebody, again, that they believe in marriage, if, especially if that's something that you're, you're out to accomplish because otherwise it's just a, and it's a crapshoot. And um, you want uh, families are the center of the universe, the center of the world. It's what makes this world go around as far as I'm concerned. So... And add the best work you'll ever do is within the walls of your own home. And um, there's plenty of proof to show that there's tons of impact on on, on children. So um, you know, not at you know, ever ever any any cost. But obviously, um, the benefits outweigh. You know, if you can work through an issue and and come to the to the end of the rainbow and have your pot of gold, it's totally worth it. Sometimes you just can't see it. You need somebody to help you through that. So make sure you take the time interview your, your your therapist and really get behind what they what they believe in and that, that they their beliefs match yours as well and what you're out to accomplish. And this is Lisa Molson with Family Matters and I hope you're helped by this tip for the day. Ecolonomics turn families green by creating love between the parents. <laughs> right? Yes. Thanks Lisa. I'm glad to hear it. Yes. Thank you, Lisa. And okay. next online we have the Doctor of Green. That's actually kind of good, Deb, the doctor of green. That's a cool way to put it. I know. <laughs> this is um, the doctor, the money doctor, and um, she makes a huge difference in people's lives. And one of the things, Jerry, are you still on? Yeah, she got off. Uh, did you get a chance to talk to Jerry at all about um, arbitrages? We actually didn't get a chance to get that far. We talked about all kinds of cool things. We'll, be well again. there's there's some very interesting stuff that's happening in the U.S. right now that's available so we can actually create funding for um, charitable organizations so that the ideas that are good and the symbols that have been created by one generation can be passed on to the next. So I'm just teasing you all with that. I don't think her message is on arbitrage today. What does the doctor want to talk about? This is Debbie Ringchop, your doctor for money. Today I was going to talk about leveraging your time and knowledge so often people think that, you know, I'm the, the best one to do this job just because I know it better and I'm not sure I trust everybody else to do it. And no one, I mean, no one is good at everything. You have to learn how to delegate some tasks out to others and not try to do it all yourself. Often we think, you know, well, this person, if I have, you know, why should I hire a bookkeeper? Uh I know my own books, and I'm afraid that somebody on the outside, you know, they may be trained in bookkeeping, but they might miss something. They, they don't know all the intricacies of what I'm up to. and So by the time I give them everything, it's like I did it myself. Well, there's a big problem with looking at it that if you're not an expert in an area, then why do you want to put all of your effort into trying to be something that you're not? It's better to go ahead and spend just a little bit of money and release on some of those things and allow the professionals in those areas to actually do some of the work. These these are people that have a lot of knowledge. They've spent, you know, whole careers developing skills and building building all these different things so that they can help you in creating your wealth. If you spend so much time, say, researching on the Internet how to find something and it takes you a day and a half 
you could have called a legal advisor and asked them something and gotten a small bill, but look at how much your time is worth yeah. compared to others. Don't you think part of this is a trust issue, though? I mean, it was for me. When you started talking, I got really embarrassed because that was the way I was thinking. Trust is one of the biggest um, motivators for people to not allow others into their lives. And it does require... You you do have to look for someone that might have a skill set, but once you find people with skill sets, allow them to, to do what they do best. And well, don't you think referral is the key here? Oh, absolutely. It's 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 hiring, it's delegating, it's um, referrals, it's all kinds of things. There's lots of ways that you can find people that are, are are going to be better at certain things than you are, and that way you can focus on what you do best. And I've, I've heard this adage before about as you're growing up, you know, keep focusing on the things that you don't do that well at so that you can get better at it. Well, in the end, what you get better at is just a mediocre job of something you're not good at instead of focusing on something that you're already good at and becoming so brilliant at it and allowing other people to do what they need to do. You have somebody that goes on the stage. They're not the ones out there putting all the equipment together and and setting up the show. They're doing what they do best in those few moments being on the stage. Why is it that we think that we have to try to do it all ourselves? We need to hire out to people that can, that are actually really good at certain things. Let them do what they love to do and be part of your team and let you start to really be part of what you want to do. And if you have your heart behind what you like doing, you're going to be very successful at it and you can build a lot of wealth when you start being successful at what you do. So... This was my tip for the day. It's actually just start looking at delegating your time out and delegating and hiring out the people to, to other people that have other skill sets that can really make you a best team. It, it just don't be a lone ranger anymore. You've got to have other people as part of your team to be really successful. So this was Debbie Ringchop, your doctor for money, and this was part of my retirement rescue program. Remember, you need to pay yourself first learn to become your own bank, and enjoy the great riches you well deserve. And you can contact me at Debbie at wakingupinamerica.com or any of us toll-free at 866-RADIO-99. And there you go. Back to you, Val. You know, I appreciate that. She's so right. This toll-free 866-RADIO-9. Any one of the editors will give you a consultation without charge on any of the subjects that you're hearing here, and they're... Um, Lisa Molson has spent absolutely years mastering what she's up to. When you would you hear about Debbie Ringchop on the radio, it's just a scratch of the surface of the knowledge that this woman contains. She's a profound experience to meet her, and if she doesn't have the answer to something, she's not too proud to say she doesn't know, and she'll go and she'll go find out. You can count on her to do that. Next online, we have our essential oil expert, and. If you could see the miracles that I've seen for $18 a bottle and $75 for a month's worth of Ninja Red and things of that nation, um, notion, you would just be dumbfounded at this. And yet we sit in our own little private worlds of misery and pain. And this is what Deb was referring to when she says, you know, stop being a Lone Ranger. You know, And what people forget is the Lone Ranger had Tonto. That's what they forget. So, and silver. 
<laughs> totally. There you go. Hi ho, silver away. <laughs> there you go. So take it away, Cherie. Well, hello everyone. Today is November first, and this is the month of Thanksgiving for those who are in the United States, and it is the month of officially gratitude, where we start to give thanks and express gratitude and appreciation. So there is an essential oil that I work with, and it is a blend of the ancient historical oils that were written about in the Bible and other ancient texts back in the uh, uh, Middle East. And I'm going to read just a little bit of scripture about it. We're going to get into how and why it works so well. Um, And in the New Testament of the Bible, it tells us that in Luke uh, chapter 17, that Jesus healed ten lepers, but only one returned to express his thanks. Now, we're going to talk about that one today that turned to express their thanks. What it is, is this blend of oils literally creates a shift in yourself, in your emotions, so that you more readily and more easily can feel and express gratitude. Now, why is that so important? Because what happens is when you feel and express gratitude, the emotion of gratitude is part of the equation to create more abundance in your life. There's wonderful studies done by John Randolph Price and by Gary Young on the ancient mystery schools of Egypt and of Greece. And in those times, the ancient scholars um, noticed, or I guess came upon, discovered that there had to be, in order to manifest or create abundance in one's life, you had to maintain a certain body chemistry and a certain frequency. Now, that would be, people would call that energy about them or whatever you want to call it. But the bottom line is there is a mathematical equation for abundance. And if you watch the TV show Numbers, you uh, can understand how you can take mathematics and work with equations and come up with amazing answers. And this speaks to that that, uh, concept, that science. But the bottom line is this. When you have emotions, they create a certain frequency in your life. And what that frequency is, you can call it vibration, call it what you will. Is this anything that's new age? No, 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 no. It is very scientifically proven. Einstein himself worked with these theories. And he said, you cannot solve a problem from the same level of consciousness that created it. And so, what this oil that is actually called gratitude, it is a blend of Idaho balsam fir, frankincense, myrrh, galbanum, ylang-ylang, and rosewood literally changes the emotions within one's mind, within the midbrain, the amygdala, so that your outward experience of life it softens and you have more to be grateful for. And that is the first step to creating more abundance in your life. And so I invite you, and how do you use it? Very simply, you can, uh, just, you can just inhale it. You can put it on your heart. You can uh, put it on your uh, forehead. You can do whatever you like. Keep going. Remember that other place you put it? In the underwear (laughs) of the ungrateful person. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good spot, actually, because um, if you want to get real technical for men, there's a little spot in the very bottom of their body, okay, uh, between two particular body parts, and where if it was a woman, it would be called the perineum. And And if it was a man, what would it be called? I don't know the proper name. I really don't. Of there's the thing? A, there's a blood vessel. You know, we're actually on the Internet. You can actually say, well, then we end up on the land, so I guess you shouldn't be too specific. But you know the anatomical area she's referring to. <laughs> and what happens is there's a blood vessel there that literally carries um, the blood from there right up into a main, it's a main vessel that runs right into the heart. 
And so if you have someone that you work with, um, or no, I shouldn't say work with, if you have someone that you work with, go ahead <laughs> and don't, don't put it there under whatever. I was going to say that could cause some sexual harassment. <laughs> I'm like, too. uh-oh. Um, but you could put it in a spray bottle with some water and just spray it around. And you'd be amazed to watch the change. If you have someone that you live with, you could put a little bit in their um, in the crotch of their underwear and just kind of watch things happen. But most importantly, this is the month of gratitude, the month of Thanksgiving. This is November. If you really, really would like to watch your life change, I dare you, and this is a dare, okay? I dare you. I challenge you. Please start using this oil blend of gratitude because what it is, it does amazing things for the wisdom and the emotions of the brain, and it creates emotional stability. So there you go, Dr. Valerie. Well, thank you. And um, call us at toll-free 866-RADIO-99 um, for any question or any comments that you might like to make. Also, hop right over to the website at wakingupinamerica.com. Please sign up for our drawing. You actually need to put your address in there. Um, we like your telephone number. We, I don't think we've ever called anybody, but it's kind of nice to have a complete file. But if you don't put in your address, we have no place to send the prize to. So, And we usually just mail by email, and we never sell your names anyway. So please feel safe in doing that. And uh, the prize this month are light bulbs. That, that They're spiral light bulbs, and they work, and they're really great. Uh, one of the... This is Val Kirkgaard. Um, some people call me Dr. Val. And um, I'm a retired MFCC, so uh, different times during the show, certain things pique my interest. And when Cherie was talking about the essential oils and it changing and going straight to the heart, a really interesting thing that you may or may not know. Have you ever noticed how on some days you're irritated and on other days the same thing could happen and it doesn't bother you at all and you go, you know, hmm, Part of that actually literally has to do with your biochemistry. So when Cherie is talking about adding something to your body, this is what frequency medicine is, by the way. So when you add something to your body and it alters your biochemistry, your perception actually alters. There's a a martial arts practice called Aikido, and one of the things that we used to do in Aikido was actually place ourselves in different positions and see how we looked at the world. So we'd sit around in a circle and we'd sit up really straight with our backs really straight and we'd notice that our view of the world was authoritarian. Then we would relax ourselves and we would sit and we would say the same thing, but we would notice that our view was more relaxed and more normal. Then we used to like hunch over like we were whipped or like we were victims, and guess what? Our perception, without ever saying a word of a person that would be, say, standing in the group, would alter depending upon what position we assumed. So our reality changes according to what position we assume. It also changes according to what our biochemistry is. And one of the reasons we talk so much about different foods and things is that if you happen to be a heavy meat eater, um, you're actually going to have a more acid pH balance and you're going to notice that your perception may be different than somebody that's been eating a lot of sugar. They're going to have a different perception. Somebody that's got things that are more in harmony with the body, and I don't happen to agree that everybody should be vegetarian or everybody should be meat eaters. I think bodies have um, very different responses. But if you're in tune with the needs of your body, you'll notice that you have a more solid approach to life. And this is without any other factor. This doesn't matter whether you were beaten as a child or sexually molested or anything that might happen. 
you literally can change these positions. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't work on those issues. But I'm simply saying that people that are in harmony and in integrity with their body and aren't putting themselves into altered positions, these oils can actually alter your position. When you, we've had Marcella von Harding on the show, who I referred to in the beginning, um, I actually changed the color of my underwear because I got what she was talking about. She was talking about the importance of different colors affecting the body. So if you're sitting in a room and you have a color in that room that's irritating you, change the color of the room because it really does matter. You're not being silly. If over a long period of time it irritates you, it irritates you. So make it a color that's in harmony with you. This is Dr. Val Kirkgaard. We want to really thank Jerry Weaver and just my, I'm so, Val Harper, are you still here? Val Harper and I were actually born in the same year, about three or four days apart. Um, so there you go. We thank you for listening. This program has been produced by Editors on Air, our radio partners, ConingCompany.com, Dr. James Murphy and Memoriam, our executive producer, Nathan Jett, and to Val Harper and Jerry Weaver, a huge thank you. To our chief technical officer, Pete Laubach, and to the team at Voice America, and Ben Migan for his extraordinary song, Almost Ordinary People. And here's to a green America. Turn green this week and invite a friend to listen. This is for all you knew, poor and through. Now your heart is open. Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heaveninincorporated.com.